This episode of Enough is brought to you by Squarespace, everything you need to create an amazing, professional, and reliable website. Let's talk about Squarespace's fantastic iOS app. Their universal app for iPhone and iPad is mind-blowing, giving you the ability to post wherever you are in whatever format you like. It's so good, it's enough of a reason to switch on its own. If you need to post to your blog and you want to use plain text, you can do that. If you want to post in Markdown, you can do that natively too. The apps even support posting in HTML, if that's your bag. And when using the iPad app, you get additional buttons to add links and text formatting so you don't have to type in all the code manually. The iOS app really shines when it comes to stats. You can see graphs of your page views and unique visitors, as well as all the searches and referral links for people coming to your site. This is a fantastic way to keep track of your traffic whilst on the go. Squarespace's annual plans start from the equivalent of $8 a month with free domains with any annual plan purchase. But you can also pay on a recurring monthly basis, starting at only $10 a month if that's what you prefer. Go to squarespace.com forward slash 70 decibels to start your two-week free trial. No credit card required to do so. And if you sign up, make sure you use the code 70 decibels 5 at 70 decibels 5 at checkout so that you get 10% off and to let Squarespace know that we sent you. Hey there, Michael. Hello, Patrick. How are you? I'm, I'm very well, so I'm a little bit warm. It's like our first day of British warm. summer today. But yeah, uh, that's uh, okay. So, so what's the? Uh, let's see if we can do a little Celsius to Fahrenheit math here. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is the temperature? It's twenty-five. It's twenty-five degrees Celsius. Hmm. Let me let me think. That's not that warm. That's what seventy-nine. It is. Um. You'd think Google would just tell me that. When I search into Google, to the Celsius value, 25, 77. Very close, Pat. Uh, I'm very impressed. Yeah, I tell you, of all the kind of metric conversions, that one's the most difficult. Um, Celsius to Fahrenheit is really, I find, the most difficult. Like, I'm better at calculating kilometers to miles than I am at Celsius to Fahrenheit, mainly because, I mean, that freeze point is that, with Fahrenheit, this is such a weird number, right? Yeah. Whereas with Celsius, it's easy. Zero. (laughs) Zero. (laughs) It is the more, I think, you know, sorry, American friends, I think it is the more sensible of the two. Metric is more sensible no matter which way you cut it. (laughs) (laughs) It's us Americans that decide on this weird ass based on, I'm sorry, stuff based on, uh, you know, I don't know, random numbers. (laughs) The number 12, for instance. You know what's kind of funny there? Skype actually edited you. Oh, really? Yeah, it, it kind of cut half the word out. Now, I will obviously go back in and make sure I, I put in the trademark Apple bleep uh, that we yes, use yes, on, yeah. on 70 decibels. But nevertheless, um, Skype knew that what was coming um, and yeah. decided it would it would censor you, which uh, we, yeah. that's what we appreciate the Skype lady to do, the Skype cool test lady. <laughs> she jumps in from time to time and, and fixes our obscenity. Yeah, yeah, to, to you know, completely crap out at the worst times. Um, and the best times. And the best times. And at all times. <clears throat> yes, every time. So, um, 
so you guys have Netflix over there now, right? Don't you? Yeah, we do. Yeah, it's not it's not as great as your Netflix, you know, as as right. you would expect, of course. Um, yeah, but it it's good. I watch a lot of MythBusters on okay. Netflix, um, which is great. The first four seasons. I'm okay. getting into that in a big way, Pat. <laughs> a lot of MythBusters. Um, well, considering yeah. it's a it's a show that we effectively ripped off from you guys, wasn't it? I mean, what didn't you guys have something like that? No, you had Junkyard Wars, and we ripped that off and yes. called it something else. Yeah, mm-hmm. okay. and like The Office, uh, and you know, lot many shows, many shows. Yeah, yeah. There's even some American version of Top Gear. I there is, and uh, apparently, not a lot of people like it. No, why? Why? Why bother? Come yeah. on, top gear is top. I mean, there are exactly. some things you just don't. don't mess you with just you. don't even try, right? Do you know that current there is an American network that's trying to make Sherlock? Yes, they are doing a complete another completely different reboot with yeah. a female Watson. Yeah, because um, the BBC threatened legal action. <laughs> Yeah, basically said, uh, no. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we were happy to work with you on it. Then you decided you want to do it on your own. So if you want to do it on your own, if you come near any of our tropes, we will kill you. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah I don't blame them either. Ooh, shit. you want to know what I kind of started to watch, but then kind of... It's dark, man. Jekyll. That's on my... It's it's available on Netflix. I've never seen it, and it's only like three oh, really? three episodes or something like that. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But, but it's, it's something that I do want to watch, and Netflix keeps trying to recommend it to me. It's kind of way disturbing. Yeah. Oh, sorry about the phone. It's okay. I never remember to move that damn thing. <sighs> so uh, speaking of things, the reason I, I asked about the Netflix was this. Uh, so thanks to Andrew Martin, uh, I'm sorry, Andrew Marvin of uh, Quarter Life uh, Engagement, who uh, yesterday uh, tweeted something about uh, stealing Dan's uh, Josie and uh, having recently seen the uh, uh, Netflix uh, classic al- albums uh, streaming. Now, classic albums is the series. I don't know who produced their album, but it's a series where they take an album by an artist, and then they sit down with that artist, and that artist takes them through the production of the album, track by track, and it is just, (laughs) it's amazing. It is so unbelievably cool. And being a a Steely Dan fan, and uh, I... He tweeted about this, and I immediately was like, what? What's this? And I went and looked around, like, ooh, that looks good. And so that's why I was actually watching uh, just before uh, just before I got on today. Okay. Um, and what's interesting and fortuitous is that um, uh, there was something that happened in the show just before I was going to you know shut it off to you know walk up the stairs to sit in my little dungeon here and and talk to you. Um, that directly related to something else I, w- I was planning on, on talking about that I've been thinking about a lot lately. Um, so, so yeah. Um, uh, do yourself a favor, first of all, and, and uh, take the... Go look and see if the uh, classic albums uh, Steely Dan, Aja, A-J-K, is uh, 
available to you. Okay. Now, you may have no clue because of your age who Steely Dan was, uh, but they are they're a band uh, that was uh, huge in the uh, 70s and, uh, and 80s. Um, uh, and they're their style was kind of this pop soul pop jazz blend. That's really just unbelievably good musicianship, wonderful harmonies, wonderful songwriting. And the two principals in the band, really, um, uh, Donald Fagan and, uh, Walter, um, Gosh, I can't remember his name now. I just watching him. I can't know. Ah, in any case, basically, uh, they they pretty much wrote all the songs, and they were Steely Dan effectively, um, right. and uh, it, just fascinating because they you know they go through each and every track, and they're sitting there at the at the at the soundboard, and they're you know taking out various interest instruments and saying, yeah, listen to the bass here. And here's, you know, here's how we thought of this. And we were going to do it like this. And we told him to do it like that. And then they interview the, the, the bass player. And he's like, yeah, you know, I think they wanted me to, to pluck and not slap because slap was like becoming very popular and everyone was slapping. And, uh, but this, there was the right there in the chorus, it kind of called for a slap. I didn't want him to see I was slapping. So I kind of had a perfect, I put up and kind of turned my body a little bit differently and slapped. And I don't think they ever really caught it up until it was too late, right? It's just little tiny details like this are just, oh, they're so fascinating. Um, so, in any case, um, one of the you know musicians that they interviewed uh, about uh, about them said something that I think uh, is, is profound and connects into something else I've been thinking about heavily lately, which is that, that the interesting thing about, about the Steely Dan and was the goal was not that once you reach perfection, that, that that was the goal, was to reach perfection. And, but then once you reach perfection, to push beyond it until it became natural. Mm-hmm. And I, I related that back to something that... A friend of mine and I were talking. He had read this. I couldn't, so therefore I can't tell you where to. If anyone knows, please email me so I can find the get the actual reference and source. Um, uh, but uh, and I'm paraphrasing here, um, obviously. But basically, the idea is this, and that is that um, amateurs push until they succeed. Professionals push until they fail because it's at the point of failing when you get past success, when you get past the point of of, uh, perfection, that the learning starts. And... uh, 
you know, lately on the podcasts here and, you know, just in life in general, I've been talking a lot about running and about conditioning and about, uh, about exercise. And that's kind of how this, uh, how this uh, conversation came up between my friend and I. It's an, it's an interesting theme that we've developed recently, isn't it? The running. Yeah. Well, and, and, um, and you know what I, the way it came out was this there's a there's a point in training you know whether it's running or working out or whatever where where you meet up against the point of of failure you know your your body just can't go another step your 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 mind just can't push itself past that limit right and whatever that is that's what's keeping you you know from you know at a 5k as opposed to doing a 10k because you've you every time you push yourself up against that 5k your your body is conditioned to okay this is time to stop now right it's, it's time it's time for us to quit right because you did 5k this is this is what we've been doing and if you want to do more well you know I, sorry that wasn't part of the plan you haven't trained me to do that right mm-hmm. and so you actually have to push past that point right you have to push past the point where your body and your mind is saying stop because it's the only way that you're going to get to the next step right yep and and that that's what you know the the that's what the separation is right the amateur will keep running that same 5k all the time yep i'm just going to go out for my 3 3 mile run okay i'm going to go out for my 3 mile run again okay i'm going to go for, for my 3 mile run again and as long as you keep doing that 3 mile runs will be easy you can go out and whip out a 3 mile run anytime and that's what you'll become used to as well and that's what you'll become used to that's what your body will become used to and trust me your body loves, absolutely loves repetition. <laughs> Bit of routine never hurt anybody. Yep. Uh, there's there's nothing more that your body or mind uh, just uh, is, feels so comfortable with uh, as uh, you know as as repetition. And and uh, I mean it's 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 one of the reasons why. Um, I mean, eventually your, your body, like even dieting, eventually your body will just say, oh, okay, you know, he's eating less and he's eating these things. I'm just going to take that and turn it into what I need and I'm just going to keep it at that and you won't necessarily – lose any weight and what you in what you find and one of the things that gets put out in a lot of uh, a lot of the more recent uh, books is that um it actually helps to throw your body off to actually have a day where you cheat right you know you and and to, to actually not make that one particular day but this Switch it up a lot, right? And say, okay, I think on Tuesday I'm going to allow myself to eat whatever I want and not, not pay attention to you know, okay, I think now I'm going to have a pizza, and, you know, yeah. as opposed to not having had one for two weeks. You, uh, because that, that kind of thing throws your body off. Do you know the film Free, the 300? The, uh, the, the, mm. Spartacus, like the Spartan movie with the guys, like the Spartan mm-hmm. warriors, and they've got like the, mm-hmm. they all built really cut. Um, mm-hmm. on, I was watching the um, special features for that movie. 
And the way that they were training for it was they would like their drill master or whatever would be, would be training with them. And um, they would be doing something like, for example, they'd be running through um, tires on the ground. And then all mm-hmm. of a sudden he would be like, now do chin-ups. Like, and mm-hmm. they would have to run and start doing chin-ups because it was shocking the body because the body mm-hmm. was putting all of its energy into the legs to run through the tires and then all of a sudden mm-hmm. now they need to do pull-ups so now it's concentrating all the energy mm-hmm. on their arms again and that just it remi- when you said that it reminded me of it like tricking the body and, and making the body do things that it's not used to mm-hmm. as a way oh, of conditioning yeah. one, one of the one of the ways that I've been uh, training uh, and doing my push-ups is actually um uh, Having a couple of foam rollers, yep. So that and and having my hands on those while doing the push-ups, because oh. my because my mind and body then also have to concentrate on balance. That sounds like horrendous nose-breaking material <laughs> that you're putting yourself through. There, it's it's really hard, and it really, but it puts a lot of other muscles to work, right? Yeah. Because your body just doing a standard push-up, like I can drop right down and throw out, throw out 20, 30, 40 push-ups, standard push-ups, without even thinking. Like, without even breaking a sweat, without even breathing. Right? That's because you're a badass. Like, you know, that's, that's the point I've, I've, I've worked my, myself up to. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't matter how many more I do, whether I do, you know, okay, now I'm doing 40, let me increase it to 50. Well, okay, I might breathe a little he- heavy and and force that you know forty ninth and and you know fiftieth out, but after a week or two, I'll do fifty, no problem, right? And because my muscles are already engaged with doing that activity, but when you throw something off balance like that, there's a whole bunch of other muscles that have to actively engage a whole lot of minor, smaller muscles that never come into play except to keep you balanced on top of those foam rollers. Right. And that's yeah. a very active thing too. Right. It's you're constantly making minor little adjustments when you're trying to balance on something. I think that it's something that your body can't get used to. Yeah. Like I've, I think there's something to be said for the mind as well with that mm-hmm. you know like uh, as human beings we really get used to routine and we love routine and you see this quite a lot in young children and babies and when mm-hmm. you ruin that routine or when you you know something becomes so normal and then a spanner's thrown in the works it really can mess with you oh yeah it can, it can really yeah. i mean uh, you know i speak from you know, personal experience of this sort of stuff you know you're used to something um, and then all of a sudden nope we're doing it this way now everyone you're like what what are you talking about? This is the worst thing you've ever done to me. Why yep. are you doing this? I mean, this is this is coming from somebody who works for a large corporation, right? So we, we have spanners thrown in our works quite frequently. And, right. and you, you know, you see it more with the people that have done things this way for the longest. Um, yeah. That they just become re- totally resistant. And, and you know, to a, to a larger extent as well, coping with change. This reminds me a lot about coping with change. You know, and and just change in general. It can be quite a a shocking thing to us as humans when somebody turns around and says, you're going to do thing, you're going to do something a bit differently. Yeah, yeah. But at the same time, at the same time, you need that, right? 
that's where the learning comes, right? That's what makes yep. you able to adapt yes. to different situations and different things that might come your way. Um, that's what allows you to to ultimately overcome those things as those changes uh, come in. And and I think that that in that same way, if we really want to if we really want to start to learn something and start to engage different muscles of our mind and of our and of our body and we really want to we you know in order to go from that 3 miles to 5 you're going to have to push past everything that tells you to stop at 3 yeah you're going to have to yeah. push past the pain that your body starts experiencing at 3.5 and 3.6 and 3.7, right? And you're going to have to keep pushing past that pain until you get to five, right? And then when you get to five, well, now let's go to 10, right? You know, that, that, you know, that, uh, that's the only way that we, that we can improve is by pushing past by pushing past perfection to a point where it becomes natural, as uh, you know, as the guy in the Steely Dan thing said, right? Which, like I said, I still just find so fascinating this idea that that perfection is still not as good as you can be, not as good as you can be, yeah, or or that. Perfection is something that you reach after a lot of sweat. What you want is you want to be able to get to any point with no sweat, right? Mm -hmm. Or with the knowledge, I shouldn't say with no sweat, with the idea that you have to embrace the sweat, right? You have to embrace the pain. You have to embrace the, the endurance, um, as a part of getting to that next level. That the only way out is through. Yeah. And I think more often than not, we, we get to a point of, of success or a point of comfort in our lives and we stop there. I think of how many people spend years and years in a job that pays well that they can go in and do with blind a blindfold on, you know, and go home at the end of the day and not even think about. Yet, you know, is is that something you're going to be happy with is that something you're going to be proud to 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 tell your children about or is that going to just simply be something that's comfortable something that keeps a roof over your head right mm -hmm. and all the while you may have dreams of doing something better or bigger or more or something that's more fulfilling or something that lights your soul on fire but you know it doesn't pay as well doesn't you know it doesn't provide these cultural benefits. It 
uh, you know, you, it takes hard work. You can't just do it with with blinders on. Um, and and that's what keeps us from doing it, right? But in order for us to be happy, we have to push past the comfortable. We have to push past the perfection and get to a point where it's natural. So, so that's my my crazy idea of the, of the day, Michael. I like it. It's a and, good one. Uh, Thank you to Stevie Dan <laughs> for providing. Yeah, well, I, and I urge day. everyone to uh, uh, to to check out uh, those classic albums uh, series. The whole series, I'm sure, is great. Uh, but the only one I've watched, and I've only watched half of, is uh, is the Steely Dan one. And it should be a telling sign that just only having watched half of that is enough for me to recommend everything. <laughs> <laughs> and that I, too, will be following up by watching everything. So, well... I appreciate you listening once again, Michael, and our readers, our readers, our listeners as well. Sorry, I'm a writer. Excuse what can me. you say? What can I say? All right. Well, we'll chat later. We will. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs>